It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Leeds, Leeds, Leeds podcast. My name's Joe Mewis, and we've got some actual football to talk about this time out. And that's because Leeds United have just completed their first pre-season game of the summer. Um, and I guess you could say that the Marcelo Bielsa era has uh, well and truly arrived. And the new head coach got off to a successful start as he, um, he led his team down to uh, Forest Green Rovers uh, and picked up a 2-1 win down in Gloucestershire. Now, we're going to hear from uh, Leeds Live's Baron Cross, who was at the game for us um, shortly. Uh, but in case you weren't following along uh, on Tuesday night... Um, now, it's a bit of a puzzling squad selection uh, from, from the new boss. Um, we got an early curveball, which uh, I think we're certainly expecting plenty of curveballs from Bielsa as, uh, as the season goes on. But he sent only 15 players down, which um, obviously seems pretty pretty light for a friendly. Obviously, we're used to these sort of pre-season friendlies where we see a completely new team at half-time. But it's just 15 players who went down, um, and it was a starting eleven full of very familiar names from last season. Um I'll read you about the, the starting eleven here. It was um, Peacock, Farrell in goal. And then we had um, Ailing, Cooper, Berardi, Forshaw, Phillips, Dallas, Alioski, Saiz, Hernandez and Roof. Um, just the four subs then of the, the players who travelled there. Four youngsters as well. Uh, Majic, Dalby, Diaz and Ray. So all names who played plenty of under-23 action last season. But only um, only one of them in Hugo Diaz has turned up for the first team. Um but that, in effect, didn't really matter because uh, the uh, the starting eleven played all 90 minutes, um, which, again, I think that was uh, obviously very purposeful from Bielsa, who likes to um, has obviously been working on their fitness a lot for the last few weeks. Um, and I think he'll have been pleased with what, what he saw because it was um, a decent display, very hard working. Um, and of course, they came away with the win, no apparent injuries, which is always what you want in pre-season. Um, but for a closer look, I'm going to hand you over now to, uh, to Leeds Live's Baron Cross, who is down there at the New Lawn. Over to you, Baron. Yes, thank you, Joe. Uh, I'm here at the New Lawn, or more specifically, inside my girlfriend's car, in the car park of the New Lawn at Forest Green Rovers, where Leeds United have, have seen out a 2-1 win in their first pre-season friendly, their first match ever under Marcelo Bielsa. A fairly convincing win, despite the, the narrow scoreline. Kamar Roof put the uh, put the whites in front in the 16th minute after a corner was nodded down by Luke Ayling for Roof to rifle home from close range. Uh, the second goal was certainly the best goal of the match. Luke Ayling rounded off a superb team move, which began down the left flank with Stuart Dallas, Adam Forsh, Shaw, Saiz and Alioski all linking up, passing and moving in the way that we expect Bielsa wants the players to play. Forshaw found space inside the box after that move, laid it off to Roof, who was more central, who then passed onwards to Luke Ayling, who was careering in towards goal from the right flank. Carlo, Carlos Alberto-esque, if anybody has seen the footage of Brazil from the 1970 World Cup, and he thundered the ball home with his left foot, actually. A really fantastic goal. If you, if you haven't yet seen it on, the, on social media, go and find the video. It really is a, a wonderful goal to watch 
And Forest Green actually ended the first half on a sour note for the visitors. They got a goal back through Dale Grubb, so 2-1 in the end. Um, Leeds were were thoroughly in command um, throughout the game. Second half, they certainly tied a little bit, but um, but certainly deserved the win. Um, they certainly looked good value for the 2-1. And there's plenty of encouraging signs there. Um, Adam Forshaw really stood out for me. I gave him a 9 out of 10 in the player ratings. You can obviously only play what's in front of you. I fully appreciate it's only League 2 opposition, but, um, but he really, really impressed me. I thought he ran the show. He was here, there and everywhere, getting forward, supporting in the attacks alongside Kimar Roof uh, and also mucking in in defence alongside the likes of Calvin Phillips and Liam Cooper. Phillips, um, incidentally, played quite deep. Um, he was very much a third centre-back at times, but um, played a, a defensive midfield role. He, he, he shielded Cooper and Berardi. He played his part in a, a 4-1-4-1 formation. Uh, Bailey Peacock-Farrell in goal. We had Luke Ayling at right-back. Uh, Liam Cooper and Gitano Berardi at centre-back. Stuart Dallas was uh, was the one that, that raised most eyebrows. He started at left-back. And like I say, there was, there was Phillips shielding um, those two centre-backs. And then across the midfield, you had Pablo Hernandez, Forshaw, Samu Saiz, Ezegian Alioski, and then in attack, Roof. Um, so it was a very, very fluid formation, as you can imagine. Um, but uh, I think we, we were trying to put our finger on it in the press box exactly what kind of formation it was and I think once it settled down I think the the only box you could maybe put it into was it was a 4-1-4-1 so as I say it was a good run out um, not particularly testing opposition um, two or three players stood out Forshaw, Dallas and Aining in particular the team beat what was in front of them. They showed incredible fitness uh, levels. They really did look much leaner than the back end of last season. They hunted in packs, won the ball back wherever they could. Um, won it back quickly uh, with intent. Um, and it was the first pre-season friendly, of course. You know, we, we can't judge them too harshly based on that first game. There's a few more friendlies to go yet, but the real test, of course, is Stoke City at Ellen Road. And certainly there was nothing there tonight to suggest that they're ready to face Stoke City tomorrow, for instance. So there's still plenty of work to be done. In terms of Bielsa, um, seemed very, very friendly getting off the team bus, happy to sign autographs. Um, seemed quite pally with one particular young fan in the crowd who, was, who sat directly behind the Leeds United dugout, was happy to share a smile with him, was very polite, not dismissive, no ego there as such. Unfortunately, we didn't get to speak to him post-match. Uh, Salim Lamrani, his uh, his main translator, uh, was not present tonight, so uh, an interview would have been very, very hard work. My Spanish isn't up to much, so unfortunately we didn't hear from him. We're hoping to maybe hear from him after York City, but even that is not a given. Um, we're very much in the club's hands on that one, and of course Salim Lamrani's hands when it comes to translation. Uh, he was actually very quiet tonight, Bielsa, uh, only emerged from the dugout for the first time actually in the second half. So um, uh, in the first half, he, he stayed in the dugout for the full 45 minutes. We didn't see him at all. You had to crane your neck to see his head um, hidden in among the seats. So he was keeping a watching brief. There was one member of the backroom staff who, who I don't know um, who was going out there and was barking the odd instruction, but it was nothing in comparison to what Mark Cooper and Scott Lindsay were doing in the Forest Green Rovers dugout. In the second half, we did see more of Bielsa. Um, once or twice, he did come out. He went down onto his haunches, onto his tiptoes in that famous tiptoes in that famous stance on the uh, on the touchline. But um, very quiet. No no instructions as such. It was just to give himself a a closer glimpse at something. Clearly, something uh, piqued his interest. But there was uh, there was no verbals at all from Bielsa throughout the entire game. Clearly, 
this is a pre-season friendly, he's given them clear instructions and maybe he simply wants to see how that unfolds without his, his impact during the game. So maybe that will change as the, the season progresses. Um, we spoke to Calvin Phillips after the game and he said that words were exchanged at, at half-time, uh, fairly positive words. There's a little bit of positive reinforcement from Bielsa. He seemed largely happy with what they were doing. He did pick up one or two things he wanted to see them do better. Phillips, in, for instance, he told Phillips that he wanted to see him uh, covering Berardi and Cooper when they go up for, for high balls and to be there to mop up the second ball if and when it comes to, comes to him. So it was nice to get a bit of an insight from Phillips there into how Bielsa works. Um, what else stood out? It was a, it was a lovely ground tonight. Um, it was a fantastic setting. Um, clearly, it's a club on the up, known as the Vegan Club, of course. But they've got a lot going for them. Dale Vince, the the owner and chairman here, has put a lot of money into the club. So it's, it's a lovely little ground. I think capacity is three or four thousand. There was certainly just over three thousand here tonight. A little over eleven hundred Leeds fans, which is a fantastic showing for a, a midweek pre-season friendly. Um, Fantastic weather, of course. It was a lovely sunny evening. Um, the sun did get, did get in our eyes a little bit as the as the sun went down behind uh, the opposite stand to where the press box was. But um, no complaints. It was a lovely evening for football. It was nice to just finally see the players in action, to be honest. They were wearing an alternative blue kit um, based on what we've seen from the training pictures at Thorpe Arch. It basically looks like their training kit and they've just stuck a few numbers on them. Clearly, it's a, it's a stopgap between official kits. They're not going to wear last season's kit, and they're not yet ready to wear next season's kit. So they've they've clearly just picked that up out of uh, out of the um, the changing rooms at, at Thorpe Arch and given them it to wear. I would I would imagine they may wear it at York as well. I can't imagine there'll be a, a colour clash with the the red kit of York City on Thursday. So we may well see that for every pre-season friendly until they face Las Palmas uh, in the home game at Ellen Road, which I'm led to believe will be the first game uh, in the new home kit. Um, having said that, of course, they're away at South End on Sunday and they wear blue, so something will have to be done about that. But yes, it, it, it was nice to um, to see them back in action. The, the Leeds fans were in, in fantastic voice. Um, can't read too much into it. Poor opposition, first pre-season friendly, but the, the, the signs are there at least that Bielsa is getting stuck into them and his fingerprints were on one or two passages of play there. The intensity is there. The fitness is there. They do look leaner. Um, more work to be done, though. And obviously, sterner tests that lie ahead. I really don't believe that um, we'll really see the true measure of this side, though, until that Stoke City game on the first weekend of August. It, it, it doesn't get much sterner than what League One. They've got League One opposition in the shape of Oxford United and South End United. And they've also got Las Palmas, who are a relegated La Liga side, now a Spanish second division side. So that's as stern as it's going to get. So, um, So time will tell. Um, and I think I will leave it there. That's eight minutes now I've uh, I've been talking. I don't want to bore the listeners too much longer. So um, thanks for that, Joe. I'll hand back over to you now and uh, I'll see you in the office. OK, thank you, Ben, and safe trip home. Now, if you head over to leads-live.co.uk, you can get all the reaction from the uh, the Whenever Forest Green. Um, we've recapped the game for you there. You can see the goals on there. We've got player ratings, um, a look at tonight's tactics. Uh, we also heard from Calvin Phillips. Um, so plenty of reaction and fallout from this uh, first friendly of the summer um, and it'll also get you in the mood for the second friendly which is going to be here before we know it as Leeds head over to uh, York on Thursday night a, a short trip there so I imagine there'll be a fair few more Leeds fans um, turning up there but uh, we'll be there again um, and again we'll bring you all the coverage you, you'll need there from uh, from Booth and Crescent um, and then it'll be on to South End on Sunday so it's this uh, action-packed uh, pre-season schedule that Leeds have set up for themselves. I think it's six games in 13 days. 
Um, so we're going to be at all these games. Uh, we're going to bring you all the coverage you need. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to leads-live.co.uk. Um, and then we'll sign off. So um, thanks for listening to the podcast. As ever, um, if you could subscribe, rate and review it, well, that would be much appreciated. Um, that keeps us in good stead with all the, uh, the podcast gods in the world out there. Um, and we'd also like to hear any feedback you've got. So um, you can get us on, on Twitter at Live Leeds United. Um, you can get me at, at Joe Mewis and Baron's there on at Baron Cross. Um, we'll speak to you later in the week. But until then, thanks for stopping by.